Relevant Radio is listener-supported radio. Talk radio for Catholic life. Welcome to our fall pledge drive. Join the family. Well, I guess I guess I'm on. <laughs> I never quite know. <laughs> I'm on. The voice might say the mic is hot. No, it's not. It's, I'm touching it now. No, I'm I'm kidding. And again, just um, it always. I'm amazed um, and grateful. So thank you for your kindness. That said, let's pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, all right, let's go to the big book on the coffee table. Let's start there. Where did I put it? There it is. Oh, Romans, the 13th chapter, the 8th verse to the 10th. And he, he's kind of in the, oh, what we would call it. He's, he's in the sort of coming into the home stretch. Uh, um, he starts off the chapter, very interesting. Let everyone be subordinate to the higher authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been established by God. Whoa! Whoa! Wait a minute, that just does that sounds un-American. It sounds certainly something that I don't want to hear. I don't see that in today's reading. No, it's in the beginning of the chapter. Remember, text without a context is a pretext. Therefore, whoever resists authority opposes what God has appointed, and those who oppose it will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a cause of fear to good conduct, but evil. You know, it's, it's, I, it's hard for me. Read the whole chapter. It's hard for me to swallow it. Because, well, I'm American, and, and this is a revolutionary republic. It is the first revolutionary republic, as far as I know. And, you know, that we believe that, that the, the authority of the government is, uh, derives itself from the governed. And St. Paul says, not completely. Now, I, I really believe that St. Paul would say, those who, in verse 7, we pay to all their taxes, taxes to whom taxes are due, toll to whom toll is due, respect to whom respect is due. That what he's saying here, and this is important in the context of the letter. I'll get back to my theory about this letter. But what he's saying is that that if it's a legitimate authority, I really think that's what he's saying in... in uh, Verse 7, if it's an illegitimate authority that is asking us to do things that are immoral, uh, that's different. But when uh, a legitimate authority is established, even if it isn't a Christian authority, it's established by God. He was saying this about the government of probably the emperor Claudius. And Claudius, uh, for all of his foibles, he wasn't a nice person. None of the... Uh, uh, Roman imperial family, the, the, the Julio-Claudian family were very nice people, but he, he was not a bad ruler, uh, did a lot of good things uh, relative to, to other rulers. So uh, he's saying you got to pay your taxes, you got to obey the authorities. Why is he doing that? Because the early Christians were, well, oh dear, a lot of the early Christians were kind of intemperate, as a lot of current day Christians are. <clears throat> They would go about talking about how the world's going to end in fire. That's why it was easy to blame them for the great fire of Rome. And Nero probably didn't start the great fire of Rome, which was, was that, was that about 62 AD? He probably didn't start the great fire of Rome. Uh, and he certainly didn't fiddle while Rome burned. In fact, as he, he went, he was uh, in the country and he sped back to Rome to, uh, to uh, supervise um, uh, you know, uh, the, the fire control uh, work. He opened his gardens to, to people um, because, of course, they had not been burned down, that sort of thing. Uh, the Roman emperor was really took the well-being of the city of Rome personally, even bad emperors. Uh, they were not good to the ruling classes uh, who might take power from them, but 
Nero was very popular with the people. Now, that said, uh, the rumor still went around that Nero had caused the fire because he took the best downtown real estate to make this incredible palace. And that caused trouble. So he, he blamed the Christians because the Christians were always threatening that the world would end in fire, which uh, we believe. Well, he made it easy uh, for these, these Christians who were obnoxious uh, to be blamed. And then Claudius came in and, um, oh no, Claudius was before. I'm sorry, I'm getting my, my, uh, dates confused with Claudius. The same was going on with Claudius, uh, the, the predecessor of Nero. Uh, and, um, he, I think he died around 54 AD, uh, and he had banned the Jews, which would have included the Christians from Rome because they were having riots over certain crestos, probably over the Messiah. And what Paul is saying, and, and my theory is that Paul wrote this letter as Christians were coming back into Rome under Nero. Before the fire, Nero was not bad to the Jews. Uh, he, his, his girlfriend, Sabina Popea, she, she was a, a kind of Jewish wannabe. She was interested in Judaism. And so the Jews were coming back in with them the Christians who are thought of as a sect of the Jews. And Paul has, I believe Paul has written this letter to say, this is how we can get along, a Talmudic approach to how we can get along. And uh, so he's saying, above all, treat the government with respect. Don't get yourselves thrown out again. That's what that is, what he's saying. And then he goes on to say, love fulfills the whole law. Stop arguing about the Torah. Can't you agree that, that love does no evil to its neighbor? So love is the fulfillment of the law. And that's a very important thing. We don't simply obey the law. We fulfill it. Paul is saying we have to go further. We have to see what the law is for and, and fulfill it, such as uh, thou shalt not commit adultery. That's not enough. You have to be best friends with your spouse, that sort of thing. Now, I want to go to the gospel because this gospel really makes people very, very crazy. This is Luke, the 14th chapter, the, 20, the 25th verse. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife, children, and brothers, even his own life cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Then he talks about counting the cost. Can you follow him? Whoa, 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 whoa. God wants us to hate our mother and father? No, God doesn't want you to hate your mother and father. Let me read it differently. If anyone comes to me about hating his father and mother, well, how is that different? The emphasis, if you put the emphasis on the his, to love your parents because they're your parents, to love your brother and sister because they're your brother and sister, that is an agape, to love your mother and father because they're children of God. Remember, love, in both the first reading and this reading, means uh, to, to will the good of someone. And it isn't merely a, 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 an affection, a familial affection. You know, we can be, well, you insulted my brother, so I'm going to hit you. That's not love. That may be loving your brother, but it isn't loving your brother. Do you understand what I mean? When I, when I love someone because they belong to me, then I'm not loving them in a godly way. When I love them because they belong to God. In other words, uh, I'm doing this... Mom and Dad, you might not understand what I'm doing, it, but I'm doing it for your good, that you might be in heaven forever. Then at the bottom, he says, every one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. That means you got to sell everything. And, and No, no. When we give our life to Christ, we give him everything we have. We give him our house. We give him our car. We give him our investments. We give him what little money we may have. And he says, thank you. This is very nice. I need someone to take care of these things until I come. We become the stewards of what were our possessions, but now are the possessions of God. When I look at my house, when I look at my money, when I look at my car as belonging to God, how am I going to treat them? How am I going to use them? When I look at my parents as belonging to God, not to me, they're not my parents. They're the parents God has given me. You see the difference there? If you put the emphasis on the my... You understand it. I love you because you're my relative. No, I love you because you're a child of God. And I'm grateful that he made you my relative. You see, that's different. That's very different. That that family um, arrogance is is uh, 
is is not from the Lord. So uh, I, I I think that this passage shouldn't upset you at all. It should give you the perspective that that we are renewed in our loves by God's mercy to us. Well, I think that, you know, I think that we're supposed to go to a break right now, and we're going to hear from Father Rocky. A dollar a day helps us in a big way. Hi, this is Father Rocky of the Family Rosary Across America. Our numerous dollar-a-day donors, many of whom have made their gift perpetual, are the backbone of our Relevant Radio mission. Join the Relevant Radio family now in a dollar a day, and we'll send you two very special gifts. The first is a book, Through the Year, with Fulton Sheen, and it's Bishop Sheen at his best, master storyteller and preacher with a word of encouragement, counsel, and direction for each day of the year. And we'll also send you a handmade one-decade rosary made by the sisters at the Divine Mercy Shrine in Poland. The rosary was placed on the tomb of St. Faustina, and it contains a third-class relic. The Fulton Sheen book and the One Decade Rosie are both yours right now when you join the family at Relevant Radio. Give online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. And I'm telling you right now, this I think has been one of our most popular special one-day gifts ever. They are going so fast. Giving away hundreds. Yes, it's unbelievable. Would you believe already this hour, in the first 15 minutes, we have already given away 30. We've already had 30 people. Oh, just doubled right there. 32 people who have reached out and said, you know, I want to help support this and I want my rosary. It's a dollar a day. And it's yours when you visit RelevantRadio.com. Use that app on your smartphone or tablet or call 877-291-0123 and make a gift of a dollar a day. Yeah, a dollar a day. Uh, You're going to make that pledge online at RelevantRadio.com on the app or at 877-291-0123. Our special thank you gifts for you today, gifts, plural, a one-decade Divine Mercy Rosary. This special St. Faustina Rosary is handmade by the Sisters of Our Lady of Mercy at the Divine Mercy Shrine in Poland. Now, each rosary has been placed on the altar of the chapel of the miraculous image of the merciful Jesus. The rosary has uh, also been placed on the tomb of St. Faustina and contains a third-class relic of St. Faustina. If you want to see an image of it, just go to relevantradio.com or uh, hop on the app. And of course, along with the rosary, we're going to send you that great book, Through the Year with Fulton Sheen. Those gifts are yours. And if you give online, you get you get a third gift, Mary, and that's the brand new uh, MP3, Yes, Virginia. There is a St. Nicholas that is by uh, Father Richard Simon. So go ahead and get those gifts right now. We don't know how long these uh, special one-decade rosaries are going to last. So get a hold of us right now with your dollar-a-day gift, 877-291-0123. Give on the app or at relevantradio.com. You know, a lot of times when we have these special gifts, limited time, limited offer, people think, oh, they'll just call the gift shop and get more. We can't do that because these are handmade (laughs) by the sisters there in Poland. And to get them, we have to call somebody who has to drive two hours because they don't have a phone there and they custom make them the order that we order. So when they are gone, they are truly gone. And just like this, look at, we've already given away, we've already had 40 people who've called this hour to make their pledge at 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Or they may be stopped by our website, which is relevantradio.com. Or they may be use that app on their smartphone. When you give either of those two digital platforms, you'll receive the extra bonus talk. Yes, Virginia, there is a St. Nicholas, which was produced by our very own Father Simon. You don't want to miss out when these are gone. They are gone. Join the family now at relevantradio.com. Use the app or give us a call. A beautiful song, totally non-biblical and heretical. (laughs) It's time to talk about mass hysteria. Dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. You know, I thought I would be done with this by now, but there's so much mass hysteria to talk about. You know, the phrase, to build the kingdom, 
I have searched and searched and searched the Holy Scriptures, Old Testament and New, and the phrase to build the kingdom does not occur. In Jeremiah, we read to build up kingdoms. We build the church. We preach the kingdom. And I'm telling you all the time, kingdom really means God's royal nature. But the idea of building the kingdom, when I hear someone say build the kingdom, I hear someone who wants a corner office at the chancery, preferably above the third floor. To build a kingdom, Jesus says, little children, it has pleased your father to give you a kingdom. In other words, to give you his royal nature, his, his royal inheritance. We say, no thanks, Lord, we're building one, we'll get back to you when we're done. Now, to build the city of God, the same thing. I can't build the city of God. I can build this city, the city, the earthly city, and I should. But in Revelations 21, 2, it says, Behold, I saw the, 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 the holy city, the new and eternal Jerusalem, uh, well, just the new Jerusalem, uh, coming down out of heaven uh, from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. You know, no thanks, Lord. We're, we'll build a, we'll, we'll build the city, the new Jerusalem, the church. You can, you can't you can't build the new Jerusalem. You can build up the kingdom, and you can edify the church. In that sense, you can build it. Now, let us speak about edifices. <laughs> Since yesterday I was talking about edifices, uh, I think I was talking about buildings. Buildings are very important. Jesus said, if I tell the stones to be, if I tell them to be silent on Palm Sunday, so the very stones will cry out. That the building of, of church buildings is a very important thing. Um, that, that I read a letter yesterday that, that said, well, it seems like we just <laughs> invented church building. And no, the church is supposed to, to reflect the temple of God in Jerusalem. Uh, that earthly temple. And there's certain, you know, for instance, let me just talk about, I, I don't want to talk too much because of course we have a short schedule today, but I don't, want, I don't want to spend too much time on this. The communion rail. We took those out because they separated the clergy and the people. Well, maybe it was a good idea to have them there in certain cases. However, that's not what I mean by this. It was not a separation rail. It was a communion rail. In the temple in Jerusalem, there was uh, there was actually kind of a communion rail that separated the Gentiles from the Jews. The Gentiles, the non-Jews, could go so far, just up to this low wall. But then within the temple, there was essentially a it was I don't think it was quite a railing. We don't know, but there was a divide where people would come and bring their sacrifices and hand them to the Levites and the priests. It was the place where the average rank-and-file Hebrew met God. And that's what, it's a communion rail. It's where you come to meet God. It wasn't to separate you. It's a place of meeting. It divides the, the inner sanctum, the Holy of Holies, which was reflective of heaven, from the outer court. And that's the function of a communion rail in the church. But it's the place at which we meet God. It is a communion rail. That symbolism is a beautiful thing. It's where we can come to heaven. We kneel at this communion rail. I remember kneeling at that communion rail as a kid. And, and if you went into church late at night, old Mrs. Toomey would be kneeling at that communion rail, communing with God. Uh, and she really did. Uh, she was a real saint. Um, when we look at this according, look at these architectural things and liturgical things from a modern context, we don't understand them. But again, these things unite us to the temple. The church building is supposed to unite us to the church universal throughout history as well as throughout space. And so a basic design is very important, contrasted with the chaos uh, that uh, 
gripped church building in the 60s uh, and even earlier. I call them spaceships from the planet ugly. And other people call them the Pizza Hut churches. They don't look like, they don't bring us to the temple in Jerusalem. All they do is bring us to the rather unhappy minds of of certain church architects. So, with that thought, let us, uh, what do we do now? Can we go to some letters? Oh, we'll go to some letters. Good, good, good. Okay, I got a letter from, um, this is an interesting letter. Um, well, they all are. But this is someone asking about, uh, this was from a, a, oh, uh, from the, <laughs> October 21st. I'm so behind in the letters. Maybe maybe in a, a week or two I'll do some, a letter show or two. But on the Drew Mariani show, there was a guest who spoke about her abortion and uh, said some confusing things. Uh, my husband and I are new listeners to Relevant Radio and currently in the RCIA program. We're new to the faith and would like some clarification. One is about baptizing an aborted baby or anyone who has died. You know, if if the death is very recent, the prejudice is that that uh, at least in my youth, we would not so much now, but in my youth, the assumption was we don't know when the soul leaves the body, so it doesn't hurt to baptize what appears to be a corpse. Um, my experience as a priest is that. Certainly, that 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 a person stops breathing, and you go out of the room, you come back in the room, and then they're dead. You know that that it's clear that there is no soul there. But sometimes that doesn't happen immediately. We don't know when, in terms of time, the soul leaves the body. So there's nothing wrong with it. Um, however, um, I came across a website. Uh, it said baptism is a sacramental which in order to be valid must be administered by the actual pouring of water on the person being baptized and the person must be alive so yeah um, but the second one was about confessing that sin that a uh, sin or a sin similar to abortion um, that you can only go to the bishop now what I was taught in seminary and I'm not sure if this still applies because I was taught this in seminary a very long time ago. Um, but I think it still does apply that, that there's certain, all sins, in a sense, are reserved to the local bishop. I can only hear your confession because I am given those faculties by a local bishop. When I was a kid, a priest could only hear confessions in his own diocese if he wanted to hear confessions. In another diocese, he had to call and get delegation to hear confessions from that uh, uh, the bishop of that area. So confession is the function of the bishop. Now there are universal faculties, but I still have to be in relationship to my bishop to have valid faculties except in case of emergency. So in a sense, all sins are reserved to a bishop. Abortion is considered such a serious sin that it is always reserved to the bishop if you know that's true. So when I was instructed, when someone came into confession, uh, I was to add, and they confessed the sin of abortion. I was asked, "Did you realize that there was an excommunication uh, attached to that, and that that sin was reserved to the bishop for absolution?" And they say, "No, I didn't, Father." I say, "Well, in this case, I can absolve you, but go your way and sin no more, because now you know it's reserved to the bishop." So anyone within the hearing of my voice. <laughs> You know, and and I would literally have to call the chancery and get permission to absolve that sin within. And you have to be careful because you have to keep within the bounds of the seal of confession. It gets a little tricky. But yes, all sins are reserved to the bishop. An exception is made if someone does not know this regarding abortion. Well, oh, good grief. That's complicated. If I'm wrong, please, somebody who knows, someone knows better, call in. Uh, but you can also call in at 888 or 877-291-0123 to lighten the load in your wallet <laughs> by giving to Relevant Radio. Absolutely. We wouldn't, wouldn't want uh, anybody carrying around, you know... Too much money. Too much. More than they, yeah, more than they could handle. We can, we'll take that off of your hands, no problem. 877-291-0123 online at RelevantRadio.com and the Relevant Radio app. More of Father Simon Says just ahead here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Neil Robbins and Mary Graham taking over just for a couple of minutes to uh, talk all things Pledge Drive. And please, uh, if you want to come in at that dollar a day giving level, 
do so right now because these very special handmade rosaries are going very, very quickly. These are made by the sisters at the Divine Mercy Shrine in Poland. They're handmade. We have to order them way in advance. And when they're uh, when they're gone, they're gone. So make sure you get a hold of us at 877-291-0123. Give on the app or the website. Uh, Mary, uh, we've got some good news here. And if I could have Nick uh, roll the uh, roll the drum... Alrighty, how about a five thousand yes, dollar gift from Lucy are. in the western suburbs of Chicago? Thank you, Lucy. All right. That is awesome. Thank you, Lucy. Yeah, and uh, if you have another gift like that to give, we are way behind. Uh, we were supposed to be right now. We should be like at fifty-one, fifty-two percent of our mm-hmm. of our uh, need, and right now I believe we're at about thirty-nine or forty percent. So those uh, some of those big dollar amounts will. Uh, help, help us catch up just a little bit. 877-291-0123 on the app or on the website. And Mary Graham, what a special uh, couple of gifts that we have today. That is absolutely true. We've got some great gifts and people are excited to get this rosary. It is a one decade rosary that's been handmade by the Sisters of Our Lady of Mercy at the Divine Mercy Shrine in Poland. It has been to the Chapel of the Miraculous Image of the Merciful Jesus and laid on the altar there. It has also been to the tomb of St. Faustina and it contains a third class relic of St. Faustina. And it is so popular. Do you believe we have already given away 84 people? 84 people have called in during this hour and said, I want one of those rosaries. I need one of those rosaries. You can get it too. It's real easy. Visit the website, relevantradio.com. Open up that app on your smartphone or call 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. There is a limited number. That's why people are calling fast and furious here to get their rosary because when they're gone, they are gone. We can't get any more. It was a special order. Relevantradio.com. Use the app on your smartphone or call 877-291-0123. Powered by you. By you. Listener supported. Welcome back to our Join the Family Fall Pledge Drive on Relevant Radio. Well, thanks. Uh, thank you to all of you who are so generous. And, and uh, thank you, Lucy. Is today a twofer? I don't know. It. No, it's not. But still, don't, 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 don't worry. They're nice things, even on the days that aren't twofers. But do, do, I'm so grateful. And, and Lucy, God bless you. And to all of you who have been so generous. So, well, I want to continue with some letters. Um, I got a letter from somebody about the ongoing yoga question. And um, she was watching a show uh, by Father Greg Bramlage and... Um, the virtual prayer and fasting conference. <laughs> I was thinking of an old joke about how at the prayer and we need volunteers for the lunch at the prayer and fasting conference. That that's an old joke. Never mind. Uh, but also, um, she mentions Father uh, Mitch Pacwa, um, who does a show. I think or was on the show Women of Grace, and they they really have zero tolerance, not even for yoga, just for exercise. You know, I, I just, I don't know yoga well enough. I, I have never done it, so I, you know, I never really studied it. But I do know it means to be yoked. That's what the word yoga means. It means to be yoked. It is related. Oddly enough, Indian, uh, uh, like Hindi and Sanskrit are Indo-European languages. And uh, actually, I know an old, I knew, may he rest in peace, an old Lithuanian priest who insisted that uh, uh that when he was speaking to some Hindu Brahmins, that Lithuanian and uh, Sanskrit were almost mutually intelligible. The vocabulary was, much vocabulary was mutually intelligible. He ran into some at one of the world's fairs. So uh, it's because they're all Indo-European languages. So the word yoke and yoga are are related historically, you know, like a, an animal yoke, not an egg yoke. But... Uh, to be yoked to someone, it's very dangerous to yoke yourself uh, unknowingly to to uh, um, to heaven knows what. So you know, I 
you know, there's some people who just love yoga because it's become so trendy. But, you know, I, I think I come down on the side of it's not such a good idea. You can accomplish the same thing with just simple stretching um, and, and uh, quiet prayer. So I, I, I don't know. At any rate, you can look up what, what uh, uh, Father Mitch Paquis says about it. I have great respect for him. And um, uh, uh, and uh, what Father Father Bramlage, uh has to say about it. So all right. Well, just I wanted to throw that in. Also, one other one. This is um, uh, I had a question about communion before confession. I received communion on Sunday, October seventeenth at Mass. However, today is Saturday the twenty third, and I'm feeling called to go to confession for something that happened this week. Is it okay that I received communion prior to an unplanned confession? Yes. If you, unless you are aware of mortal sin in your life, you can go to communion without having gone to confession first. Now, in general, you, you receive the sacrament, kids or anybody coming to church is to receive the sacrament of, of penance, of reconciliation, confession, before they are baptized or accepted into the church, uh, or before they receive their first communion. Uh, uh, no, I should take that back. Baptism completely wipes away sin, though people are encouraged to go to confession. But coming into the church, if you're already baptized, before you are brought into the church, you should go to confession, and before your first communion, you should go to confession first. All right, that said, once you have made your first confession and your first Holy Communion, you are not obliged to go to confession except in case of mortal sin. You still should go. Regular confession is a wonderful way to avoid falling into mortal sin. Though no amount of venial sins can add up to a mortal sin, uh, they still can make your soul callous and, and, in a sense, prepare you to fall into a state of mortal sin. So regular confession is a very good thing, even for people who are not in a state of mortal sin or have never committed mortal sin. You may go to communion without having first gone to confession if you are not aware of any mortal sin in your life. So if you are aware of mortal sin, don't go to, conf don't go to communion without having first gone to confession. Uh, it's that simple. You know, I always say, I can give you the Eucharist. I can't give you Holy Communion. Only God can give you communion, and only if, if your soul is disposed to it. Because communion means intimate and intense union. That's what the word means. And it's a matter of cannot, not may not. You may not <laughs> receive the Eucharist in a state of mortal sin. You're forbidden. But you cannot. It's not possible for you to receive communion, to receive intimate union with God in a state of mortal sin. Now, you know, that, that we die spiritually when we commit a mortal sin. But God does not stop hearing us. God does not stop loving us. Uh, and... Uh, uh, so we don't have the proper relationship to God, but we are not so, I believe, and I think Padre Pio uh, taught this, we are not so cut off from God that God no longer hears our prayers, especially when we pray for the grace of repentance. So, well, all right, I think the phones are open at 888-914-9149, 888-914-9149. Shall we go to, oh, we should go to the Word of the Day first, shouldn't we? I got the word of the day is going to also be taken from a letter because it's very interesting. And uh, I'm not sure that I'm going to explain it very, very well. I got a letter from John saying that uh, uh, that the story about the finding of the temple is a rare glimpse into Jesus' boyhood. And it confuses people. Knowing that Jesus wouldn't purposely cause undue anxiety, I can only conclude that Jesus' response to Mary wasn't, you know, oh, he used the word sassy. He must have honestly not known his parents wouldn't know where he would be. Now, we don't hear an answer from Mary to Jesus' question to her. She seems confused by his question. Perhaps Mary didn't fully know Jesus' true nature at that time. After all, the angel Gabriel said this miracle child would be called the Son of the Most High. That's not quite the same thing as saying he literally was the Son of God. Perhaps as a boy, he seemed very ordinary up to that point. 
Uh, it would seem that Mary and Jesus had to learn about each other during his childhood. Well, that's that's a, a theme for another day, but that's very interesting. The the, the word of the day is called. It's klethesitai in Greek. Uh, that I think people could say, well, he wasn't the Son of God. He was just called the Son of God. Well, we remember another passage of Scripture. You are my son. To which of the angels has he ever said? This is in the letter of the Hebrews. You are my son. This day I have begotten you. To be called was not necessarily just sort of, well, to have that title. It was to recognize a reality that that it was... It was to acknowledge. We don't think much about names. Names aren't that important, but uh, they were very, very important uh, to uh, uh, in the ancient world. Um, that that to to know someone's name uh, was to know their authority. It means authority. So I would say you can almost translate it as he will be acknowledged as the son of God. So. Uh, that's true. He is. So, well, I think now uh, do, do we have do we we got a miracle moment. Let's go to a miracle moment. Oh boy! Lives changed in your neighborhood and across the country. Here's another miracle moment on Relevant Radio. This is Angela from Albuquerque. She says, "Hello, Patrick. I absolutely love your show, and I need you to know how instrumental you and Relevant Radio have been in deepening my Catholic faith and growing closer to God. I thank you dearly for that." And that's Angela from Albuquerque. Thank you, Angela. Let's go to Peter in Boston. Hi, Peter. Hi, Patrick. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. I'm a long-time listener and first-time caller. Okay. And uh, firstly, I would like to thank you uh, for your show and uh, the Relevant Radio. You guys give me so much hope, you know, to get up every single morning and keep trying to be a better Catholic. This miracle moment was brought to you by you. Make a tax-deductible donation now to support our mission at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Touch a heart and change a soul by making a donation to Relevant Radio today. These rosaries are going fast. We've already had 128 people call in during this hour and make their gift to Relevant Radio. Have you called in yet? Well, why not? Perhaps you visited the website. You haven't done that either? Well, why not? It's relevantradio.com. You can use the app on your smartphone or tablet, or you can call 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. And these rosaries are very, very special. They were handmade by the Sisters of Our Lady of Mercy in Poland handmade and they've been to some great sites and there is a very limited number and when they're gone they are gone we can't just miraculously make more appear no we we can't it uh we we call our people in poland and then Mm -hmm. our people drive two hours out to Mm -hmm. see the sisters (laughs) and uh and this has to happen months in advance of course because Mm -hmm. they they're handmade they're uh they're beautiful and We've uh, placed the rosaries on the uh, tomb of St. Faustina, and they've been uh, there at the, the, the altar of the chapel. And just uh, a third-class relic of St. Faustina is, is in the back of the, uh, of the rosary. They're beautiful, and you, what we're saying is if you don't get one soon, you're not <laughs> going to get one no, at all. They will be a gone before the end gift. of the day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A dollar a day gift is uh, is what you need to uh, to receive one of those rosaries. And we're also tossing in, of course, the book through the year with the uh, with Bishop Fulton Sheen, always uh, just the, the master storyteller and teacher. Both are yours today at a dollar a day for Relevant Radio, 877-291-0123. Give online at RelevantRadio.com or on the app. And there, just during that one minute, we had four more people who reached out and said, oh, yes, that rosary sounds pretty nifty. I need one of those. RelevantRadio.com. Use the app or your, on your cell phone or your tablet or call 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. When they are gone, they are gone. There will be no more. If you wait and think, oh, I'm going to get to it after work today. No, don't wait. They will. They, I guarantee you there won't be any left by the time we get um, into this evening's programming. So make the call now, either by visiting the website, relevantradio.com, using that app on your smartphone or tablet, or by calling 877-291-0123. 
And Mary, if you give online, we have that third gift that we're going to toss in, and that is the brand new talk by our very own Father Richard Simon. It's the brand new talk. Yes, Virginia, there is a St. Nicholas. That yours as well if you give online at RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Please give now and join the family here at Relevant Radio. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more And the morning breaks eternal bright and fair When the saved birds shall gather over on the other shore You know, I was listening to this music When the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there My friend Father Branken, who makes me look liberal He really is very traditional He, um, he, he points out that, that 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 uh, evangelical culture that we see in places dismissively called the Bible Belt. Now, this is going to be a little unpleasant. Uh, but they have managed to create and maintain uh, a Christian culture in some ways. Now, we might not agree with everything about it, but that, you know, that, that they maintained and I think still do in many places a genuinely Christian culture. And we look at the great cities of the north, uh, the Rust Belt, which are solidly Catholic. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, that's why one of the reasons I'm so grateful uh, to be on Relevant Radio and to, to work with all of this, because, uh, um, you know, you guys are doing your very best to renew Catholic culture in places where... Uh, it seems to have have died. It hasn't died at all. It's alive and well and on the car radio in every traffic jam in every major city in uh, in uh, in the in the Rust Belt. So I don't. Know. I'm just thinking about that. So again, thank you for all you do. That you are preserving uh, the culture of, of of Catholicism and of of the country. All right. Um, let's see here. You know, I, I was commenting a little bit on on this idea of that I heard in a letter about he will be called the son of the most high. Does that mean he wasn't really the son of the most high? There's an interesting passage, which is very obscure. First Timothy 3.16, beyond all question, the secret, the mystery, that's what mystery really means, secret, the secret from which true godliness springs is great. He appeared in the flesh, was vindicated by the spirit, was seen by the angels, preached among the nations, was believed on in this world and was taken up in glory. So uh, um, that that appears right after First uh, Timothy three fifteen, in which uh, the church is called the pillar and foundation of truth. And this is the truth that Jesus was the Son of God. And and when the angel said to Mary, He will be called uh, the Son of the Most High, he didn't he couldn't say He will be the Son of the Most High because He already was eternally. He was God, the Son of God. But I think what the angel was saying is that He will be acknowledged as in 1 Timothy 3.16, as the Son of God. So I hope I was clear on that. Well, let us go to phone calls. The phone is ringing. 888-914-9149. Well, who do we have uh, right now, dear voice in my head? Anita from Madison. Are you with us? Yes, I am, Father. Yes, Father Simon. Good, good. Doesn't really matter. Well, Rocky, I always find him more clear than I am. But what can I do for you? I have a question. Uh, our daughter is engaged, and they'll be married in June. But they bought mm-hmm. a house together, and they're living together now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to go up there for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And it's a longer trip, so we really would like to stay overnight. Sure. Are we giving the wrong message? Staying in their home? Oh gosh, that's a married? tough, tough question. You know, it might be more expense and more bother, but it might be the more loving thing to do. You're going up to visit them, and you're going to have Thanksgiving with them. You're not cutting off. You're not saying, we're not going to talk to you until you're legal. Um, you're not doing that. But say, you know, we would be more comfortable staying in a motel uh, until you're married. That would really hit them across the right across the head in a kind of loving way. You say, "I know we love you. You'll, we, you know, we love you very much, but we would just feel more comfortable uh, staying in a, in a hotel uh, uh, 
You know, it's added expense, it's added difficulty, but it might be a powerful thing to say. You know, to love someone is to will their good and to act for their good. So prayerfully consider what would the best thing for them be. I think that... uh, that, you know, I think you're going up to, to be with them for Thanksgiving. I think that could be very genuinely loving, especially if it was accented by the idea we will be honored to stay in your home when you're a husband and wife. That that would kind of, you know, think about it and pray about it. Uh, but that would be my suggestion. I don't know that that's what you wanted to hear, but uh, it is well, a tough thing. I was thing. thinking you would say that. <laughs> it, um, yeah, and that's good because, I mean, they've come to our home and slept yeah. in different bedrooms, mm-hmm. so this won't be entirely... Yeah. Um, yeah, it won't be. Outlandish, you know. It won't be outlandish, and and you know, just emphasize we're doing this because we, you know, so how could you? Why don't we stay with? Because we love you so much. That's why. Yeah. And it'll that'll might confuse them, but it'll make them think. So that would be my suggestion, and I'm very proud that you say separate bedrooms, children. You know that uh, that's mm-hmm. that's a rule of thumb in my family. <laughs> when when someone comes over. Uh, to visit with their intended. Uh, So there you go. So, uh, you know, Father, this summer I was up there by myself, and I stayed in their place twice, and, you know, it was just really, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. now on me. Yeah, Yeah, I think, you know. It's just an odd situation. Now, do they have a ring and a date? Well, yeah. They well, got a ring and a date. They've got a ring and a date, as we say, in a business. Yes, yes, they do. Okay, they, good. So yeah. you've got a target date when we you can come and mooch off their hospitality <laughs> in good conscience. Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. And just, just well, thank you. Emphasize them. Why are you doing that? Because we love you so much, and we love you. We love your fiance, and you know, we just, we just love you. That's that's why we're mm-hmm. doing it. But if you loved us, Talk you'd stay with you. us. No, no. It's more important that that we share our faith with you that's the what we can do that's the most loving thing we can do is is to share christ with you and and that's why we're doing this so uh, something on that order pray about it. do pray about it because you don't want to you don't want to burn any bridges uh, at least not before you've asked your chickens or something like that well, all right <laughs> there you go thanks, thanks for calling and thanks for listening I'm, I'm honored that you do who we got now dear voice in my head colleen from british columbia Across across the frost curtain, as we call it, huh? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> oh, anyway. that's really, there was frost here. Believe me. Oh, good grief! <laughs> so, what can I do for you, Colleen? Well, Father, um, I've been thinking about this for a long time, and so you know, to, so no time like the present to ask you the question. And um, that is to say, I have heard in the past that um, Jewish people believe that the soul never completely leaves the body until three days. And then when they said, well, Jesus Christ, um, when he, he said the, the scriptures say that he would die and then rise again on the third day, and that, that was, yeah. um, that's why they were so you know, appalled yeah. by this prophecy, because on the third day you're supposed to be like totally gone. Dead. And well, he's, yes. he's not. So, is, yes. so can you speak to that in any, yes. you know, in yes. any form? Can we be thinking about, yes, of course, you know, it takes three days for the soul well, to leave the it, body? It's what? not so much that we're sure that it takes three days for the soul to leave the body, but the, the body is certainly dead after three days, because three is a very important number in Judaism. If I were to go to synagogue three, day, three, three Friday nights in a row and sit in the same seat, that's my seat. And if I come to synagogue and somebody's sitting in my seat, I just look at them and they know I've, it, I've claimed it and they move. So the third day, it's like third time's the charm. So the number three, it means absolutely. That's why we say, Lamb of God, Lamb of God, Lamb of God in the Mass, where we have threes in the Mass. And so it is that uh, three days, you're certainly dead. When the soul leaves the body, every rabbi would argue, but you're certainly dead after three days. Oh, we're, we're alive. Yes, we are. And live we are. Neil Robbins along with Mary Graham. 877-291-0123. 877-291-0123. Online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. We have a very special gift for you today at the dollar a day giving level. 
And that is the uh, the rosaries, and 650 have already gone out the door today. Not sure how many more we have, so you want to get yours as soon as possible for a pledge of a dollar a day to Relevant Radio. These are very special one-decade rosaries that um, we obtained from the sisters at the uh, the Shrine of Divine Mercy in Poland. They have a third-class relic of St. Faustina and along with these very special one-decade rosaries, we're also going to include the book through the year with Fulton Sheen. You need to get yourself a copy right now at 877-291-0123, online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. And you might want to ask yourself, why would I want to give online? Well, because when you give online, you get that special bonus download. Real easy, RelevantRadio.com. Use the app on your smartphone or tablet, or you can call 877 877- Two nine one zero one two three. That's eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three. I am flabbergasted with the calls that are coming in each and every hour, and how excited <laughs> people are about this one decade rosary. I mean, it's really a rare and special gift. We had one gentleman who called in earlier and said he's going to give it to his daughter for a Christmas present because she's holier than he is, and she'll be excited to get that as a gift. <laughs> so I thought that was cute. But they're going so fast. We. We have had just during this hour alone 178 people have called in 178 people that's amazing for a wednesday at this time of day so let's keep those phones ringing you will miss out if you do not make that call early at 877-291-0123 that's 877-291-0123 and of course with that type of call volume, we don't have enough volunteers to take all of those calls at one time. So you'll get through faster with no hangups if you hit relevantradio.com or use that app on your smartphone or tablet. 877-291-0123 or like Mary said, best way to give is online, relevantradio.com or the Relevant Radio app. And Mary, I have the uh, new tally of countries uh, that have given to Relevant Radio and a couple of states that have not given during during this pledge drive. Uh, we have heard from Guam, which, of course, is a ter- territory mm-hmm. of the U.S. We've heard from the U.K. We have heard from Italy. Uh, just a moment ago, we had a call from uh, from British Columbia. So we have heard from British Columbia, Manitoba, Ontario, and Saskatchewan, all from uh, from America's Hat Canada couple of states, a couple of states we have not heard from yet. Alaska. We we always get calls from Alaska yeah. during the pledge drive. Alaska, where are you? And the very last uh, the last place is is West Virginia. West Virginia, where are you? We need to hear from you, West Virginia, 877-291-0123, online at RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app for the special uh, gift today and today only. It's for a dollar a day, the very special uh, St. Faustina uh, one-decade rosary from the sisters there at the Divine Mercy Shrine in Poland, handmade. Uh, they they make these, and they have we have no way to contact them by phone or by email. We have to actually have somebody drive out there two hours to uh, visit them and, uh, to, you know, to, to tell them uh, what, what Relevant Radio wants this time <laughs> to give away for the pledge drive. So get yourself one of these beautiful rosaries uh, right now on the phone, 877-291-0123, online at RelevantRadio.com and the Relevant Radio app, a third-class relic of, uh, of St. Faustina as well, uh, Mary. That's right. It's all yours when you make that gift at RelevantRadio.com. Use the app, a dollar a day. That's all we're asking for. And would you believe we've already had 190 people during this hour that have contacted us and said, whoa, I want to hear more. Some of the folks who want to say thank you to Joseph listening in Lanark, a dollar a day. We had Ada in Los Angeles listening over there in Malibu area, a dollar a day. And in Michigan, Rita made a dollar a day gift. You can do it too. Thank you, Maureen in Providence. Thank you for your gift of a dollar a day. Don't miss out on this special limited time offer. Visit RelevantRadio.com. Use the app or call 877-291-0123. When they're gone, they are gone.